What's up, Shashank? How are you? Uh, just tired, so. <laughs> tired early in the morning. What's wrong with you, dude? You wake up so early and then why are you tired? Yeah, I go play cricket and come back, so I am tired. Damn, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. That, that, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? So, uh, it's the Micromax problem. So that is our topic today. And okay. I tried to come up with a catchy headline, but this itself is a catchy headline. I don't know if people are getting it. Micro Max problem. Micro Max problem. Yeah. The, the word is on, itself is an uh, yeah. oxymoron. A kind of anecdote. Yeah. Yeah. Oxymoron kind of thing. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Micro Max. Yes. Make uh, like no wonder it had some problems. <laughs> of course. Bad branding, I guess. I mean, I'm not going to say that now. So let's, let's, move let's dive into it before we even like explore what the problems were. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you start by painting a picture? Amazing. Okay. All right. Let me take you through the story of Micromax, like how it rose into being one of the biggest, uh, was that uh, tech companies in, in India, like the yeah. mobile phone companies in India, right? Hmm. So a lot of us would remember Micromax from its early fame days, right? Like in the 2010s as a mobile manufacturer and all that. But when Micromax was founded in 1991 by this person called Rajesh Agarwal, it was never a phone company. Basically what they used to do is they used to be a distributor of different brands, like hardware of different brands, like Dell, HP, Sony, like you have these small shops in your area, like those kind of people they were, but they were slightly bigger also. They were not just very small. Hmm. Yeah. Then yeah. the later, the company was called Micromax Informatics. In fact, Rahul Sharma, the person like whom we all know as the face of the company, joined uh, the Singda company along with Sameet Arora and Vikas Jain in 1999. That, mm. Although the company was founded in 1991, right? Mm. So in like basically in the early 2000s, it was largely a software company. And then in 2000s, when Landline was primary source of communication, Rahul Sharma like introduced uh, like the technology, like te- he was just introduced to the user, the usage of SIM cards, and he wanted to revol- uh, he wanted to revolutionize that uh, that sector, and the way also like he came across this uh, this idea of starting this brand Micromax was also crazy, like how he came uh, this thing he uh, this thing thought about coming into Micromax was before he used to be a distributor of Nokia phones and everything that is going on, but later when he was uh, like was that when Rahul Sharma, like when he was passing through Bengal, he noticed the villagers were powering their telephones using battery from a truck. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, what's happening? Like, uh, is why are they doing these things? And talking to them, understanding, he realized that there needs to be low, uh, was that, was that low, uh, this thing was like costing phones available, right? He mm. realized that should be available for people so that they can like, and that can last also longer, longer battery life that could help people in India. And in order, because most of the batteries like over there, like they lasted for uh, the thing was that like for a few hours and Micromax decided to create a new phone that battery lasted for 30 days. At that time, it was crazy. Wow. And 
the way he did that he partnered with like china oems then uh, these oems would produce the equipment as desired by him and they would ship to india and later marketed by a uh, market and sold by micromax that's how they would do it hmm. but unfortunately they couldn't find a distributor as they were new entrants at that time right yeah slowly what they did was they uh, this thing was that they started buying or was that uh, they started buying a stock of phones they sold those phones and then they bought the next uh, this thing set of phones that's how they started working and mm-hmm. within like within a few months micromax had turned itself into a 10 crore uh, per annum business into a 100 crore per annum business which is mind blowing within a few months right yeah i mean 10 times the profit right yeah mad right? yeah like and then like this guy this guy rahul was like behind filling gaps that's all micromax is all about filling gap because they know they can't beat the top giants in the industry so instead let's just fill the gaps and like make uh, this thing was that break into the market like that so when when there were times like so he was like once he was speaking to uh, his painter and hmm. he realized that the painter person uh, could wanted like to have wanted more, like multiple phones like because he was uh, he had multiple clients he wanted people he wanted multiple phones and he realized that these people like are even scamming him because whatever they speak initially like in the call later the uh, thing those people say that hey we never agreed to these terms so he introduced dual sim cards or three sim cards and he introduced uh, this in call recording features all such things like amazing stuff mm-hmm. just by interacting with people like real life experiences of people basically he made a phone for the masses and it reached a great height like by 2015 micromax has grown from a supplier of nokia into a brand that was larger than nokia in the indian market yeah and it was the second largest uh, this thing smartphone company in india after samsung right it is hmm. huge and like this thing was that it now had 40 phones ranging in from in the 5000 to 10000 sector and was also among the first three local brands that introduced the first generation android phones and hmm. what is the next big, uh, big step they got an international brand ambassador you remember hugh jackman they got yeah. him on board and then like that set uh, that got them the globalize like in global market they were prominent like they it was like already the top 10 brand in russia and they had active international sellers in dubai and sri lanka and they plan to go big they plan to go out but then yeah. <laughs> so sadly uh, the thing was that by 2019 the valuation of the company fell down to 90% from uh, this thing by 90% from its peak that it was in 2015 and that is just in 5 years right like less than 5 yeah. years hmm. and why that happened was uh we'll talk about that like i think you, do you want to talk about that why why did the fall happen uh, i mean uh, to put it in simple terms they didn't adapt to the 4g market so mm-hmm. that is the entire one line one line of it but there were a lot of uh, you know a lot of points that led to the failure so yeah i guess uh whatever they did didn't work because they were running on a very low cash flow and they had to sell all their phones to manufacture the rest so I, that is a very big weakness yeah. yeah so what happened was like say like when jio entered the 4g market the thing entered mm. like, until then 3g and 4g were very expensive like people mm. like people could hardly afford that 
and yeah. most of the phones were in 2G and 3G even most of Micromax's phones were in 2G and 3G hmm. so suddenly when Jio entered the market they were like oh crap <laughs> it's cheap now and we <laughs> don't have any phones because of mark the model they were working in was buy phones sell these phones off and then purchase new phones right yeah now that they had a stock of phones they were like okay what do we do these phones nobody wants to buy nobody wants to use these phones because they want 4g phones and yeah. they're giving for like cheap 4g and they were screwed that way that was one after that was chinese phone competition they were exactly. getting phones from china china also realized that oh crap okay india is a big market why are we uh, selling phones why are micromax instead let's just go <laughs> to india right yeah so, all your OP, Gioni, Vivo, Xiaomi, all these guys like came into India and they started like going crazy in India. Mm. And then demonetization happened <laughs> because of which another big blow hit. And just to put things into perspective, majority of Micromax products were ranged below 10,000. This meant they relied heavily on cash, right? Yeah. So when you're yeah. a company that relies heavily on cash and the Indian consumer did not actively make use of online payment until then, like mm. when demonetization happening and you have a lot of cash, it's screwed. Like, what do you do? And demonetization happened. Like, what do you do? You have to go, you have to change the whole money until then you're stuck. You can't use that money at all. Exactly. And the market changes uh, over that period of time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this was in in short the rise and fall of yeah. micromax right hmm. yeah technically yes yeah so what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on that shashank so uh for the first i mean well, the first thing that comes to mind is that like how in the office tv show uh, steve carroll says the made in make uh, the american dream is made in china so <laughs> uh, it's something like that uh, the making india dream is the making india dream is made in china so i yeah. mean e- everything essentially you manufacture it is from china so we're heavily reliant on these companies to provide you the raw material so that you can assemble in india mm-hmm. and even giants like apple samsung everybody they just buy these pieces from china and they assemble in their own country that's all yeah that's true so uh, that uh, i mean that always puts you in a very big uh, very big risky position because uh, you can't compete compete with apple and samsung and their softwares yeah. Uh, any company can provide the same hardware as they both provide. And uh, yeah. speaking about hardware, Apple gives a fuck all about hardware. And <laughs> Star- Samsung always comes out with crazy specs, crazy softwares. I mean, the low-range phones and smart uh, Samsungs are bad. But whenever you go to you go you cross the 35, 40,000 range segment, every phone is awesome. Yeah. So uh, no one can compete with that that kind of software. But uh, what Micromax had was that they had a very buggy software they they had a bad ui oh, everything yeah. was kind of bad <laughs> yes but uh, initially when they started started out in india they were kind yeah. of the benchmark of what to uh, what to be the, what was there to be in a smartphone mm-hmm. so uh, even i had a micromax phone that tablet kind of thing i used to play games and that it was really good <laughs> like uh, i played games for like whole day and still i would have like 20 30% battery left so yeah i had a good time with micromax but the problem was that uh, it keeps bugging, it keeps crashing, you have to turn it off, sometimes you have to yeah. remove the battery and all those issues. So those are the things that worked well, right? Like the long battery life, yeah, being very cheap yeah. and then it actually filling the gaps for the masses, like it was a phone for the masses. Of course. So 
uh, I mean, like it, it could easily be marketed. You'd not really have to even like market it. Like it could, uh, like it knew what your pain point was exactly. and it told that. So hmm. that is great. But then what did not work well would probably be all these geo then after the make in yeah. india because of which china thing happened and then mm-hmm. would be the uh, what do you call that their cash flow issue yeah i But, guess the cash flow issue was the was the main reason for the downfall yeah probably because if they had money if they had money in mm-hmm. the bank they could have like i mean it's not possible uh, like to get new phones like 4g phones because they don't have so much money they did not have so much financial backing that they could just dump all of their 3g phones mm. and buy new 4g phones because if they could have done that then they would be alive right now yeah yeah so that's another problem that happened right but mm. what do you think like if if you were micromax what would you have done differently probably would have applied for an ipo <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean see uh, the problem was that i was uh, already an existing company in india that had a very big market share mm. and all i was lacking was a product to sell mm. see uh, it's once once again it's a very difficult thing to take uh, take it up against jio but still uh, you had a very good brand name mm-hmm. uh, you had a very good market share Yeah, you could have easily taken bank loans. You could have easily taken uh, taken IPOs. You could have done all those stuff. Yeah, uh, raising money was uh, probably the reason we stayed right now. But we never knew what uh, exactly happened inside that four walls. It could have been anything. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they had a problem to raise that money. Hmm. See, let's say even thousand crores. I mean, uh, you take an IPO, you easily launch it for four hundred, five hundred crores. so that yeah. is an average benchmark for indian ipos uh-huh and during demonetization there was a rise in the e-commerce market and they failed to do that so that was one more thing but but then like even when there was a rise in uh, the e-commerce platform market mm. they did not have the hardware right like they had yeah, like exactly. the yeah. hardware <laughs> mm. so that was like they they were screwed all the way they had like bad luck coming left right and center <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess there was someone like me in the me in the company. They had bad luck all day, all year long. Man, but then, but then uh, I need to give it to them. Like, I mean, they are not like they're not thriving, but they're still alive, <laughs> somewhat. And like last year in 2020, when uh, the China ban and everything happened, mm. they came out. They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna provide. Like, we're gonna come out and we we are gonna make." and uh, like indian product atmanirbhar bharat whatever uh, pm modi like had mentioned like in his speech hmm. so they were like yeah we're going to go all out they wanted to cash on that i don't know like if they were able to because i did not see any buzz around micromax no they essentially failed so yeah they they did fail but then yeah 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 i mean like but then they're still out there like i see i went to the website the uh, like yesterday and hmm. i checked out the website and i was like wow okay they're still there they have hardware they have products <laughs> nice so okay they have tvs also wow led tvs micromax i mean actually the tvs are doing quite good i've seen a lot of micromax tvs out there so yeah 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 so maybe they diverted into another market and uh, the infone they launched that failed actually that was miserable they paid okay. a huge sum of money for ms doni to introduce it like 50 crores or something and that what essentially phones? what phones the infone micromax made that infones right what is that what is that 
Yeah, that was like after the downfall, uh, after this uh, Make in India campaign launched, they launched the in phones, I N Micro Max in phones. I remember, so, yeah, Dhoni, yeah. Dhoni ad, yeah. yeah. So in one one uh, B or L B or something, and in Note one. So essentially, what they did was they took their last phone and they downgraded that, and they launched it as a new phone. So that's <laughs> what they did actually. <laughs> and they were doing anything and everything to survive yeah, exactly so and they spent a huge money on you know ads and that essentially failed see everyone is not correct you can not keep just spending money on ads to make a living no i mean like even if you can spend money on ads your product should be good right exactly <laughs> credit is yeah. at least not hardware dependent and even if the pro- and the product is decent but uh micromax is not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sadly, how much ever you market shit, it's gonna be shit. Of course, and uh, there are a lot of complaints online, like saying the phone essentially failed in two to three months. Like everything was bugging, and there were videos, video leaks of the you know the uh, industries of Micromax where people are not properly using protection and stuff. So there yeah. were a lot of issues sh- uh, surrounding. They were, also, they were also doing very yeah. cost cutting. They wanted to have like very. Uh, they wanted to have a very high profit margin. Yeah, exactly. In order to do so, you need to uh, like have like cheap hardware, and that's why China, right? Like they could have yeah. been in India easily. They could have mm. got good quality and everything, and they would have properly been an Indian brand that way. They would have got mm. a lot of support from the government as well if they were doing all these things. But I mean, they should have thought about that because now you see Apple. Everybody is trying to tap into the Indian market, like to manufacture. Mm. If mm. they would have done that early on. and they would have like uh what's that opened up that sector right then that yeah. would have been great that would have been fantastic like they mm. would have got so much backing from the government as well yeah, think- of course and uh, i do blame the government for, to a certain extent for not supporting micromax uh-huh. so, yeah i do blame them <laughs> why oh uh, yeah yeah i mean like they did not support them but then Yeah, when Geo came in, they, they, that was a different ball game. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> See, like, but what Geo did was, I mean, technically, it's not a crime. They they brought down you know, all those internet prices and stuff. But I mean, yeah. that's that is a monopoly. You can't do that. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, what next? What do you think? Like, I mean, what do you think emerging brands in the mobile sector can do? Like, what do you think they can learn from Micromax's story? Yeah, the best thing to do is to stay in the market. And if you're someone who has a lot of money, don't try to start a mobile phone brand. So there are already plenty out there, and I advise people not to bring another company out there. So. <laughs> okay. See, uh, essentially, staying in trend is more than enough. Uh, what Samsung does, what uh, Oppo does, what Vivo does, they essentially keep upgrading their phone to ten or twelve percent every single year, and they are having a good chunk of the market. So that's what they essentially do. Yeah. Uh, the only company I see that are experimenting with smartphones is actually Samsung. They come up with the foldable phones. Yeah. They come up with the I whatever. I love Samsung. Yeah. The, this thing, the way they experiment, like with all those flip phone, with all those bendable phones, yeah. mm. and like two-way screen phones, amazing stuff. It's like yeah. wow, <laughs> you can do so much with phones, and they and they're out there. They're going, they're going crazy, and like there's no no other company which is doing such things, right? I mean, not in the smartphone industry. No one is doing yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
see a lot of companies actually try to uh, get into the smartphone market and failed so one was uh, asus they had a very good market in the uh, computer and uh, laptops yeah asus phones was a complete disaster <laughs> I, i have a classmate who used an asus phone but that was like okay that's a phone that's all there's nothing nothing special in that yeah yeah so a lot of companies tried doing that they got into the smartphone market and they failed and uh, speaking about uh, failure Micromax yeah. actually tried three times and they failed all all of them all of them. So in uh, 2014 yeah, yeah uh, in 2014 they uh, they launched a sub brand called as U phones. So oh. that failed yeah. That, that was yeah that was Micromax. Okay. Yeah. That that failed and 2017 they dro- uh, they dropped a Bharat series and that failed. <laughs> <laughs> and 2020 they brought in that Micromax in series and that too failed. Oh man that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. So every 3 years they are launching a comeback and every 3 years they are getting beaten and something like South Africa like every 4 years coming to the World Cup and getting beaten. So I mean all like uh this thing all you need is one win right? <laughs> yeah. Just one win would have like uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's all they're looking for. They like one yeah. win we need to come back back yeah. to our glory days. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean uh there are Like also there is a company called as Lava that failed in India. There, there was the yeah, same same project made in India, make in India, all those concepts, and they failed too. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first thing to do is that you have to stay with the trend and you have to stop scamming people. <laughs> you have a good product, you put money into marketing, you can survive. Just put money into marketing and have a shitty product, you can't survive. Exactly. All you need is like you need a good product at the end of the yeah. day. Like it, it goes hand in hand. You can't have a good product and not market. You can't uh, have a crappy product and just keep marketing, right? Yeah. You I mean, a blend of both. And yeah, yeah. Need to find the balance. Exactly. Because all these big tech giants, they do marketing, but they're not focused just on celebrity endorsements. Yeah. Uh, because Apple doesn't do celebrity endorsements. They hardly do celebrity endorsements. Yeah. Samsung, I don't think they do celebrity endorsements. I think they started off with celebrity endorsements. Yeah, I mean, kind of uh, starting, even starting with Apple, they partnered with a lot of celebrities and musicians exactly. when they came, when yeah. they came in. So, yeah. but that's not a long-term strategy. You can't just rely on celebrity endorsements. Even OnePlus, they started with Robert Downey Jr. and right now he's not anywhere visible there. Dude, OnePlus, OnePlus, I gotta give it to them. I love their marketing strategy. That invite yeah. on your program. I mm-hmm. just uh, like I was hooked. I was like, I need an invite. I'm not going to buy the phone, but I need the invite <laughs> just to be a part of the program. And then, yeah. like, I mean, the, the way they got uh, this thing was that people hooked. That's how they got the brand name out there, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. How only by invites, and yeah. one person can give two or three invites only. Mm. It's crazy. I love that model. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of uh, opportunities for Micromax, you know, to do good stuff, but they didn't do that. See, you can't just support a company because they are they are they are from India. You yeah. can't support a company because it's made made in India, and you they have to maintain the standards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is there. Amazing, dude. Amazing. Okay. So closing thoughts. What are your thoughts? Closing thoughts. I don't know, man. I don't think they 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 want to give a comeback. So. they do they desperately want to give a comeback but i don't know how they can survive as you mentioned like the tv or uh, a tv model or going out like going mm. in another model would be great because like 
tapping into like they they know the masses they want to be the company for the masses and everything mm. so finding a niche like a product or something which can appeal to the masses and tapping into that market would work for them mm. and for new entrants please guys like if you don't have really good product and if you don't have good <laughs> financial support please don't enter this market be a distributor yeah. <laughs> that'll help you more you can make more money by doing that <laughs> exactly yeah be a distributor dude that's all you're set <laughs> exactly <laughs> that that sounds right yeah See, even uh, when they launched the uh, uh, smartphones with you know the 5000 6000 mah battery capacity they were like crazy when when they launched but yeah. what the essentially did was see this uh, this has to be a problem in the indian market they they gave they gave us a product where you can remove the battery and replace it with the new one ah, yeah. so what people started doing that they bought another cheap and battery they used to charge that separately they they started replacing batteries so even that would have been the reason for you know the entire micro maxis failure so that's why all these companies they don't let you to uh, exactly. take a look at the parts and stuff yeah yeah if you open the part your warranty yeah. gone your warranty is dead that's all yeah Amazing. I don't know what they will do. Amazing. Okay, yeah. Like I mean, none of us do. It's yeah. it's it's very dark. The future is dark, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I hope they come up. I hope they uh, get one jab like at the end, uh, yeah. and they come back to their glory days. And if they do, great. Good for them, and good for India. Good for Indian brands as well. Yeah. Amazing. Hopefully. Okay. So before we sign out, like, where do you think? Uh, where can people find you? So people can find me on truesasha dot com. T R U E S H A S H A dot com. Amazing! And if people want to contact me, you can contact me on in LinkedIn. Just look me up, Raksha Thamudinathan, or uh, on or you can ping me in the Brewer Market page. Yep. So that's it. The Micro Max fall. Yeah, the Micromax problem. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we don't fall into that category. The Micromax. Good knock on good knock on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So see you next week. Bye.